You're listening to the Baby Dust Fertility Podcast, and I'm your host, Hannah Bowers. Now, on to the show. Well, welcome back to the Baby Dust Podcast. I am so excited to sit down with today's guest. Uh, welcome, English. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Hi, Hannah. Thanks for having me. You know, one thing that I really appreciate um, that you talk about is you kind of get into these topics that um, I would say are not, they, they're just like, nobody talks about them. You do a really good job at uncovering things that maybe are not being discussed in the doctor's office, things that I I would say that are not even being discussed on these websites that really set themselves apart as resources. Um, And so uh, really quick, I know I'm kind of putting you on the spot here, but um, I just love like the really quick synopsis of how you just jumped in there and started to feel the need to talk about, um, I know like today we're going to talk about the immune system, but, um, where did that come from? Cause that's not a normal fertility topic. It's not right. Like egg quality, embryo <laughs> quality. That's all that's talked about usually. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And the immune system stuff is so, I don't want to say controversial, but it is even in the conventional space. I mean, there are, mm-hmm. there are some clinics that do the immune stuff. Um, but yeah. even within doctor to doctor, it's controversial. You know, I, I started out doing the embryo quality stuff, you know, doing the mm-hmm. diet, the lifestyle, those things to improve egg health, sperm health, which are still totally important. I, you know, mm-hmm. not dismissing that at all. Yeah. But you start to do all these things and you help these couples through it. And then they're still having miscarriages or they're, you know, something's still not, not going right for them. So then mm-hmm. you have to sit there and ask like, okay, what, what am I missing? You know, what, mm. what did I miss with this couple or what is going on that we haven't uncovered yet. Um, so that's kind of where it started for me because there, there's always an answer. At least I believe <laughs> there's oh, always absolutely. an answer if we know where to look. Um, and then once I just, once I started to discover it, it just made so much sense. Mm, yeah. I love that. I love that the, uh, it's the internal detective that just can't get shut off, right? In <laughs> uh, full transparency, um, the immune system is one that I, I have researched in a sense for our guide, but I have not found like really quality resources to help women understand this piece to the puzzle. So I wondered if you could like break down for us um, what different immune imbalances contribute to infertility. So there's different T helper cells in your body. You have TH1, TH2, TH17. The body can flow back and forth from being dominant in one to the other. And it really should. It shouldn't stay dominant in Mm. one versus the other. It should flow back and forth based on if you're dealing with a virus or a bacteria, um, Mm, whether you're going through implantation with pregnancy or a sustained pregnancy, it should fluctuate. Um, but unfortunately, when women are just, you know, or men too, it affects them. Um, when we're dealing with something chronic, the body just gets stuck in the mm. imbalance. Um, so that can have effects on whether the embryo can implant and fertilize or whether it can stay as a healthy pregnancy um, because the immune system is just dysfunctional and it's not allowing the body to perform as it could if these things mm-hmm. were at play. 
Are you looking for a probiotic that's specifically formulated for fertility? Well, today I wanna to introduce you to the Needed Pre and Probiotic. This is a really special evidence-based blend of very beneficial microbial boosting bacteria. And it's not just the beneficial microbial strains, you know, it's also the prebiotics. And we really need those prebiotics to feed the good bacteria so that it will hopefully colonize in the gut. Now what's also amazing about this specific probiotic is that it's formulated to be taken before, during, and after pregnancy. So when you start taking it, you can just continue taking it all the way through your pregnancy. These probiotic strains are beneficial for your baby. Um, and then continue taking them after pregnancy as your body's going through those transitions away from high hormones back to more of a normal state. So if you want to give this a try, you can save 20% off your first order by using the code BLISSBERRYWELLNESS20. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, especially when you talk about the embryo implanting. I, I feel like, you know, and this is so cliche, but the conversation is often, oh, just eat your pineapple core. It'll oh, get yeah. you implantation. I know <laughs> it's just a hot button topic there. Um, but, um, but yeah, like, like that's really where like the depth of our thought process goes and not to something so much more complex and intricate like the immune system. Yeah. Yeah. yeah again, it's... It, the, the type of the immune system that will help you like week 13 on and keep the pregnancy mm. is the other side of the immune system that you'll need for mm. implantation. Um, we actually need inflammation to help mm -hmm. implant and then endometrium. So if somebody's immune system is chronically depressed, if they've been dealing with something for a really long time and their body can't react and can't inflame in the way that we want it to, mm -hmm. there can be issues there where the embryo is not going to implant where we want it, which is not something that's ever talked about. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, we hear the word inflammation and it's like red lights go off. Oh no, we've got to, we got to stay away, but, um, it's not always bad. Yeah, no, no. And little, like little tidbit that I found in my researching mm -hmm. is when women are going through IVF and they do that endometrial scratching, before mm. the transfer, because they'll do this receptivity and they'll see like how the endometrium is, um, studies were kind of suggesting that in that scratching it's actually causing localized inflammation mm. and that's why the next transfer might have more success is because those women who couldn't inflame because they're so chronically depleted in the in their immune system it's mm. allowing for that external kind of force um, which I don't think that's really the reason they're doing it <laughs> um, but it tends to be an unforeseen benefit how fascinating. Um, yeah, that's so interesting. Um, so we've said that infertility is obviously maybe one symptom, we'll say, of maybe an immune imbalance. But what about other things? What are other things? How would you know that this is a problem? Yeah, right. Because there's so many. Right. Um, so I would say if if a couple has tried all the things. So, you know, the, it starts with an egg. If they have done all the things and it's not working or maybe their embryo quality bumped up, but you know, something else didn't take. Um, if you have autoimmune conditions, if you have um, repeat pregnancy loss, um, I would say if you have gut issues and skin issues and mm. allergies, um, if you always get sick 
or never get sick. Mm-hmm. So many different things, food sensitivities, food allergies. Um, very rarely, I think, is there not something going on in there? <laughs> um, so lots of different clues. Yeah, it seems like it's one of those things that potentially everybody has some factor of immune dysfunction just based on what you're listing. Yeah, and and it doesn't always have to be something that's detrimental, right? Like it, it can be just a little bit of a dysfunction and it's not a big deal and things could balance back out. Um, but yeah, I mean, especially I think if we're talking in the infertility space, Mm-hmm. which is something I have to remind myself with a lot is when I'm going through clients lab works and we're finding mold and all these people, it starts to kind of make your mind spiral. Like, Oh no, everybody has it. Um, mm-hmm. Is this real? Is it not real? And I have to remind myself that the people that I get to work with don't feel their best. Um, mm-hmm. So I am looking at a different population. So the same thing with infertility is it's just the grouping of those that are going through it probably have a higher incidence of some of these Mm -hmm. things than the general population does. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would make sense. I mean, um, you know, there's always that question, I think, looming in the back of your head when you're going through infertility is, you know, you see people who have similar stories and maybe not the infertility piece, but there's a lot of overlap. And there's always that question like, well, why does this person do X, Y, and Z, but they have no problems in this department and yet... I do. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it kind of somewhat goes back to just compounding factors. Um, Mm. You know, I I know a lot of couples want to find that one thing and it's Mm -hmm. generally not that one thing. It's generally a lot of things because the body is fascinating. It's intricate. It's, it's complex and it's beautiful, but everything's affected by something else. Um, Mm -hmm. But there is that not fair side of things where you can see people that are not being kind to their bodies and they can get pregnant very easily. Um, I don't have a good answer for that. It's just not fair. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no. And uh, hopefully to someone who is listening though, if there is an immune piece that is uncovered, that's kind of hopeful because it it does differentiate you from, from the rest. Yes. Yes. And that's what I love about this because so many couples keep being told, you know, it's unexplained. Mm -hmm. We've we've done everything we can. There's nothing you can do. These things just happen. Mm -hmm. And if we look in the right places, we find what we can remove. We find what we can replace. The immune system calms down um, because your body was made and built to do these things. It can do Mm -hmm. them um, if we just know what to give it. Mm, yeah, absolutely. So that kind of segues me, segues me into what I'd like to ask you next is um, if you're working with a couple and they have uncovered some sort of immune imbalance, what what is the next step? Is this something that we can work with? Is it kind of one of those things that's like, ah, because <laughs> it sounds like it's huge. I, I'll be honest, <laughs> immune system, it's huge. Yeah, well, and and so what we do we kind of just test all the things. Some stuff's Mm going to come back as not an issue. Fantastic. Uh, We can cross that off. We don't have to worry about it. Um, Full disclosure, the reason I started looking into the all the immune stuff is because I I just knew I was missing something with these Mm. couples. Um, So I've kind of just made myself a promise to not fall into the, oh, let's look at one thing, then let's look at another. 
we look at all of it. So it can feel very overwhelming at first, but we really prioritize it because if we find five things, but there's that one major priority that is affecting all the other things, well, we go after that one and the rest Mm -hmm. of the things are going to be improved in the process of that. Mm. So we do, I mean, I do a lot of, lot of lab work. Um, a lot of samples. I'm, I pretty much tell my clients that they're they're going to give a sample of every orifice and tissue <laughs> of their body. Um, but then we we really just sit down and say like, okay, like logically, what do we need to start with? And we work out a plan mm. from there. Mm, that makes sense. And um, um, I, I know we'll talk about this in a minute, but it, it sounds like even though it's a big thing. It's, it's a lot of testing, um, in many ways as daunting as sometimes that can feel after going through lots and lots of testing for fertility. Um, it provides actionable answers. Yes. Uh, yeah. And the testing in a sense is so different than what's being done at the fertility clinics anyways. You know, I feel like they're testing you for STDs and, you know, mm-hmm. things and stuff like that, which I'm not saying is not important, but then what comes of that, you know, um, mm-hmm. whereas, yeah, I mean, this like giving a stool sample and a saliva sample and, you know, vaginal microbiome swab um, can feel like, oh, what am I doing? I'm this lab rat. Um, <laughs> but such cool information that we can get that it tends to be almost reassuring. Um, mm-hmm. It's not that anybody wants to find out anything is wrong. But getting the answers brings this sense of kind of calmness of like, okay, now we know at least what it is mm-hmm. so we can attack it. And we're not just guessing and throwing darts at the wall anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. So take a minute and um, tell us a little bit about what you do and what you offer clients. Obviously, we've kind of talked about it more in a grander sense, but um, I'd love to hear more about what that looks like. Yeah, so um, one of the big things I do is I work with both couples um, you know, generally, you know, I, I know that there are couples out there that it's not the typical sense, you know, it's not mm-hmm. male, female, that kind of thing. I have nothing against that just to put that out there. Um, but when it is a male, female partnership, they're hoping to avoid IVF, IUI, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, working with both definitely gets us to success faster. Um, yeah. So it is with both of them. We're doing the same things with each partner, um, so we're going to do stool testing. We are going to check for bacteria. We're going to check for viruses. We're going to check for toxins in the environment and the water supply, um, nutrient deficiencies, the vaginal microbiome, um, lots of things like food sensitivities and inflammation and how well is your gallbladder working? <laughs> the things that kind of seem like they're not related to fertility, but they absolutely are. Absolutely are. Yeah. Yeah. So we're doing all the, all the things there with both, both parties. Mm. Mm. And I think that's really, if we're honest, that's really necessary. Cause if we want to drill down, um, and solve the problem, you can't just focus on one. So yeah. Yeah. For, for many reasons, right? Like one, Mm -hmm. just an accountability kind of thing. If, if one partner is going to make all these changes, the other should Mm -hmm. as well. Um, But even let's say one partner knows they have an autoimmune condition that Mm. in and of itself doesn't rule out that something isn't going on with the other partner too. Um, Mm. And if we're going to put in all this effort, um, might as well make sure that we are doing the most we can on both fronts. 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, if somebody has been listening to this and they really resonated with it, um, English, how can they connect with you? What, where can they go yeah. next? Okay. So my website is the nourishing tree louisville.com. Um, they can go in there and they can book a consultation with that. It's totally free. I just want to sit down and hear your story. Every story is a little bit different. So yeah. that is important. Um, oh, you can find me on Instagram, uh, Nourishing Tree Lou. I know you hinted at my Instagram earlier. So <laughs> yes, it's definitely there. I, I play the Instagram games. Um, I'm there. Um, and yeah, it's basically where you find me. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to kind of chat with us before we wrap up. Um, if you were going to give a piece of encouragement to someone who maybe is listening to this and they're really struggling, what would it be? Oh, I would say follow your gut instinct. If you know, or you feel that there is an answer out there for you, if there is a reason for something, don't settle for these things just happen. Um, keep searching until you find somebody that's going to listen to you mm -hmm. and somebody that's going to take you serious. Absolutely. That is a wonderful, wonderful piece of advice. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sitting down with us and uh, talking to us about the immune system. I'm going to include all the links um, that were mentioned in the show notes. So if you want to connect with English, you can find them there. Um, but thank you again. I appreciate it. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for tuning into the Baby Dust Fertility Podcast. Please share this episode with a friend and be sure to follow Baby Dust at babydust.substack.com for updates on all new episodes and free fertility resource guides. Until next time, I'm your host, Hannah Bowers. Bye for now.